All right. Britney Spears, right? Sarah doing Toxic? That's what that is? Yep. Yep. Well done. Facebook, too. Works for Facebook. You're absolutely right. Look at this kid. Double duty. She's given us uh, Toxic for Facebook and also for Britney Spears, because we're going to have a quick conversation here about Britney and her conservatorship, uh, which really had a lot of people going, what? uh, Explain this to me. So basically the latest is uh, there will be a court decision on November 12th as to whether or not she can be released from this conservatorship altogether. Basically, her father has had complete and utter control of her life in every way, shape, and form up until a couple of weeks ago when uh, he was removed as the person in charge. Now, will somebody else be put in place? It's a really complicated legal discussion. So let's get some details on how these things work. We're going to chat with Naomi Khan, who is a professor of law at the University of Virginia. Um, Naomi, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks. Delighted to be here. Okay, so let's break this down here, first of all. When we're talking about these conservatorships, they, they happen. I mean, they're not uncommon by any means. Just explain what they are and when they're brought into effect. Conservatorships are really deeply rooted in the law, and they're designed to help someone who is unable to manage their own finances or their own health care, and, and they're put in place by a court to protect that person from, from mismanagement, from being abused by other people. So they're quite common if someone has, say, advanced dementia and is unable to make financial decisions on their own. And they're incredibly useful. Right, and and protective and and a good thing in a lot of cases. Now, when we took a look at the situation regarding Britney Spears, a lot of people were like, this makes no sense. This woman is out earning millions and millions of dollars and seemingly functioning as a, you know, an elite, elite star. Um, But at the same time, she has no control of her own life. So clearly they can go wrong sometimes. Absolutely. They, they, they can go wrong. Uh, the, the person who is the conservator, that is the person who manages the, the, the finances or, or the, the personal condition of the person subject to the conservatorship. That person, by the way, is sometimes called a ward. Anyway, the conservator has an enormous amount of power over what happens with respect to with with respect to the person subject to the conservatorship and someone with a lot of power you hope that that person is going to act responsibly um and that person has legal responsibility to act only in the best interest of the person who's subject to the conservatorship but um, unfortunately, as we well know, people don't always do what they are supposed to do. And even though conservators are supposed to be acting in the best interest, they're supposed to be responsible to the court. In this case, they're supposed to be filing reports with the right. court. Uh, but sometimes things go wrong. That's the question I have. Like, we're giving these people a tremendous amount of power over somebody else's life. And like you say, they are supposed to be checking. They are supposed to be monitored. What's the the process for making sure they aren't taking advantage of somebody? And, and how did it go so wrong with Britney Spears? Or did it go wrong with Britney Spears? Well, I have to say there's, you know, the, 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 <laughs> we, we read in the news what's what's going on. Right. Uh, the conservator, uh, Britney Spears' father, who's been acting as the financial conservator, that is the person responsible for all of the financial issues relating to Britney Spears, has to file, is, is, is supposed to be filing an accounting with the court of just what the money has been spent on. Um, and so we are still learning about what 
going on, we do have Britney Spears' testimony uh, in in court from over the summer in which she talked about how her father was ruining her life. So we do have her perspective on all of this. And, of course, Jamie Spears' attorney defends Jamie Spears and says and says that as conservator, he was only doing what was appropriate for his daughter. So we, uh, as is usual in any court case, we have at least two different sides, <laughs> each claiming that they are the right ones. Now, as we expand out from just the Britney Spears case, and I think it's put a lot of focus on these arrangements, which, as we say, you know, are very, very useful in a lot of cases. It's broken down into two different categories, right? You can have control over a person's finances, but there's also control over, well, everything else, really. There there can be two different kinds of arrangements, right? Exactly, exactly. There can be control just over the financial aspects, but there can also be control over over other aspects. And so uh, Jamie, Jamie Spears started off being the conservator. It's, it's the conservator both of the estate, that is the financial, right. as well as of the person. So things like health care decision-making, um, uh, where, where she'll live, et cetera. Um, uh, and so there are two different types of control. Sometimes one is called a conservator and the other is called a guardian to to indicate that they have different responsibilities. Um, And the scope of those responsibilities varies. Uh, For example, a court order can specify whether the person who's subject to the conservatorship, that is whether someone like Brittany, is able to get married without without approval from the conservator. So courts can set out just how much authority the conservator actually has. Now, with Britney, and, and I think, sorry, oh, go, yeah, go I'll ahead, continue. Sorry. Go ahead. No, please. I was just going to say, with Brittany's case, we know that there's been some changes made, and uh, her father's no longer involved the way that he used to be. And November twelfth, we'll find out if she's ultimately released entirely from this conservatorship. Based on what you've seen, what do you expect? Well, it's. <laughs> Hard, hard to predict, but certainly there's certainly the, the fact that Jamie Sears is no longer acting as conservator seems to indicate that the court and there is there is a temporary conservator who's been appointed in in place of Jamie Spears. I, my prediction is that the court will dissolve the conservatorship, mm-hmm. but um, but that's without knowing just what testimony. Uh, or, or, or just what, what will be argued in court. I guess it's hard to also know if anybody is going to argue against terminating the conservatorship. And I think if nobody argues against it, and it's pretty clear, uh, Jamie Sears has already said he's, he's uh, out. he thinks it. But yeah. So, um, uh, so if nobody argues against ending it, it's hard to see how a judge would say. Well, gee, let's continue it. On the other hand, the judge does have access to information and evidence that we don't. And so the judge will make an independent decision after listening to to all of the evidence that's presented and to the legal arguments that have been made. So all this discussion that we've had about conservatorships as a result of this, you know, documentaries and constant news coverage and all the rest, <laughs> has, has it changed the way we view them and will it cause lasting changes around the way these are handled, do you think, legally? Well, we, we hope that it will result at least in keeping better track. Right, we don't yeah. even know in the U.S. how many conservatorships 
there actually are. And, and I should say, of course, in Canada, there are both conservatorships and, and guardianships. We're talking about a U.S. procedure. Um, uh, so I, I think it will help with, with more attention being paid but to them as well as perhaps it'll result in more resources being given to courts to help them monitor so that abuses like the one that happens that that that, that is alleged to have happened with Britney Spears uh, to help prevent against abuses like that. But courts are often under-resourced and understaffed when it comes to actually monitoring what happens with a conservatorship. The other thing that I very much hope it does is draw attention to how people can prevent a conservatorship from from happening to them. They can enter into, they can appoint someone else to act as their decision maker for purposes of both financial and health care if they are unable to act. So people can take People can try to prevent a conservatorship from being imposed on them by a court by taking actions on their own. And hopefully more people will realize it's important to fill out a health care power of attorney. It's important to fill out a financial power of attorney and to take those steps so that someone can step in to, 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 to manage various financial or personal issues if the person can't handle them themselves. Exactly. And, and, you know, as we all are now paying attention to this, we'll see where it goes. But I appreciate your time this morning, Naomi. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. My pleasure. That is Naomi Khan, who is someone who deals with this every day in a professional capacity. She is a professor of law at the University of Virginia. And this really is a fascinating case. We're getting a bunch of texts here and, and some people really angry with Brittany's father. And I think that's what a lot of people are taking away. Uh, Jamie Spears' lawyers went on a media campaign to defend him. They then billed Britney for $503,000 for media matters. Every time they go to court, it's completely out of her pocket. He illegally recorded her in her home. He illegally monitored her, her phone. In the court filings, he says he's willing to step down, but he hasn't yet. So he um, he's certainly taken some hits. There's no question about that. 